because I was trying to figure out certain things about myself. Why do I have these temperaments? Why do I have these different feelings that I do? Uh, certain characteristics about myself. Um, and my journey led me to different sources, uh, external sources from the Bible, uh, different teachers on generational curses. If you go online, you just search generational curses, you'll see a list of different teachers. There are pretty much two prominent, well, one prominent teacher his name is Derek Prince, not 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 the not the Asian guy, but an English guy from the '60s. He really taught heavily on it. And as I begin to scour through his material and dig into his material, I realized that it was not correct. So then it led me to do an exposition on it. Those of you who are not familiar with exposition, it means that we go to the Bible and we see what the Bible exposes in a systematic way about a particular subject. And my findings were totally opposite of what I find to be written today. So I want to get into this series entitled Curse Breakers. Amen. So, that was my introduction, kind of, sort of. Amen? Um, so, if you have your Bibles, uh, I'm going to kind of deal with this a little bit different. Um, go to Exodus chapter 20. And uh, if you stand for the reading of God's Word. Exodus chapter 20. Uh, the children of Israel had been out of Egypt now for three months. Uh, they are camped now by Mount Sinai. God has spoken to Moses. Moses went up to the mountain. God says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take this back to them. This is how I want them to live. If you live by these ten commandments, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be successful. All right? You're going to please me. So I want to look at verses 3 and 4 because this is the first misnomer passage that people use to tell you and I that for some reason what my daddy did has passed down to me. Amen? Amen. Verse 3, you shall, not, you shall have no what? Other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol. Or any likeness of what is in heaven above, or the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a what? Jealous God. Visiting, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children on the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who what? Love me and keep my commandments. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, break in the cycle. Generational curses is passed down from one generation to another due to rebellion against God. If your family line is marked with divorce, incest, poverty, anger, or any ungodly patterns, you may think or assume that you have a generational curse. Can you think right now of any negative traits 
or habits in your life that you have, that has been in your family line for generations? Perhaps you can identify the negative patterns such as alcoholism, verbal abuse, physical abuse, pornography, racism, bitterness, and fear. These areas of bondage or anything you have learned from your environment may have been something that you've been exposed to genetically. Do I have anybody? I don't know about you, but I thought for some, for, for some reason before I was saved, it seemed like I had a curse on my life. Seemed like every December, I would lose my job. I would do real well for 11 months. <laughs> and on December 1st, I would be fired. It could have been something I did or something I didn't do, but I understood. I felt like I was cursed. I've watched my life and I've seen myself. Amen. And, and I realized as a believer, I started to ask the questions like, am I still under a curse? Because sometimes as believers, it could look that way. That maybe you haven't break, broken the generational curse that's in your family. I believe in my study, there are different types of curses in the Bible. Amen. Curses in the Bible were spoken curses. Whenever there was a, someone cursed someone in the Bible, it really did happen. But those types of curses come, amen, from the occult. So there's two different types of curses here. They are the ones that deal in witchcraft and things like that. And coming from that context, I want to tell you those curses are real. The occult is real. And according to my study, it says that if you are, if you have a, if you come from a family line, amen, where there's constant barrenness or uh, there is poverty or there's depression or whatever the case may be, it says that possibly that your ancestors or somebody had dabbled into some type of witchcraft. Do I have anybody? You see, the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, a curse was the fundamental part of the covenantal relationship between God and an individual. In other words, God says, if you break my commands, you would be what? Cursed. Now, the Bible says that uh, when Adam and Eve sinned, amen, there was a curse that a lot of people think it was Adam and Eve that was cursed. But the, really, the serpent was cursed. Amen. And he changed forms. I'm trying to get into it here in a minute. Watch this. He changed forms. In other words, the Bible said that there's a possibility that he used to stand upright. But after the curse, the Bible says, on your belly you will go and dust you will eat for the rest of your life. But here's the thing. Adam and Eve, God made it them in his image. Am I right? And because God made them in his image, watch this, he wouldn't curse what he's already blessed. Do I have anybody? And so oftentimes the things that we're dealing with in our lives may not be a curse, it may be consequences. I'm going to preach that next week. Watch this. And sometimes we think that we can't break the cycle of divorce. We can't break the cycle of lying. Some of us just lie to lie. We just, we don't need a reason to lie. I was the same way. But you know what the problem was with me? It wasn't a generational curse. I was born in sin. And when Adam and Eve sinned, watch this, their 
sin and the consequences of their sin passed down to us. Watch this. You don't have to teach a child how to lie. Am I right about it? You, am, am, I, am I right about it? You, you don't have to teach a child how to hide stuff from you because naturally the child is going to what? Hide stuff from you. Am I right about it? Now, you could call that genetics all you want, but it came not from your mama and your daddy, but it came from who? Adam. Because the Bible says when one sinned, all fell into sin. Now watch this. Watch this. Balak hired Balaam. I don't know if you're a Bible reader. Balaam was a prophet. But watch this. Balak hired Balaam to curse the Israelites. And Balaam found out real quick. Tell your neighbor, you can't curse what God has blessed. Come on, somebody. He said, I want you to curse them. And see, a lot of us are walking around thinking we're cursed. You're not cursed. You are a child of God. You're just dealing with the consequences of what your daddy did. Come on, somebody. My mama had me. Amen. My, my daddy was married. Amen. So guess what? I am the consequence. Come on, somebody. Of their what? But watch this. But I've been faithfully married for 20 years. So I didn't have to break nothing. All I had to do was do what? Right. Tell your neighbor, all you got to do is do what? Right. I believe we've been using this generational thing as a crutch. Watch this. To do what we want to do and fall into the, hey. Come on, somebody. 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 Tell your neighbor, you can't curse what's blessed. He tried. He tried three times. He said, listen, I want you to curse him. Look, look at this. Look at this. Three times he tried. He said, I believe that I was cursed coming up because I was living in sin. And anything that's duped in sin is going to look cursed. And the devil has a way of causing us, watch this, to live, watch this, with, the, with a false view of life. Amen. He does. He does. He does. Listen, 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 listen. The question I have for you today, do you want to be set free? Do you really want to be set free? Amen. Do you have a generational curse? No. You think it is, but it's the consequences. Now watch this. I'm going to get into this in a minute. I'm going to sit down, give you a little time to marinate this thing, all right? But watch this. Watch this. You can't curse what's already what? Blessed. And here's if you, did, if you didn't even want to go there, I want to go here, right here. He says he made us in his what? Why would God curse his own what? Amen. So the question is, what's wrong with me? Hmm. Why do I act the way I do? I, I sit, I sit now with 23 chromosomes and 23 chromosomes, but here's the thing. You got more of your daddy in you than your mama. Genetically, they said that the dominant genes in you came from your daddy. But watch this. Who was your first daddy? I'm telling you, I'm studying this stuff, y'all. And I'm saying, where are these people getting all this stuff from? They want to put your hand. They want you to, want to lay hands. Let me lay hands on her. Maybe I'll wake them up. Uh, 
they want to they want to lay hands on you and rebuke the generational curse. I rebuke this curse that's on you right now. Can I ask you a question? Why do we believe that stuff? Why do we believe these things? Right? The enemy has us deceived. Yeah, my daddy was a hoe. I mean, shoot, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. that guess. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. My daddy had about 16 women at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm trying to figure out, I've been married for 20 years, faithfully. I'm going to say it one more time, faithfully. Now, this is before I got saved. Watch this. But when I got saved, it just made the deal sweeter. You understand what I'm saying? I never I saw my daddy beat my mama. But I never lift my hands once to any woman I've been with in my life. So now I'm just trying to figure this thing out. You're telling me that I have a generational curse. Now some may not agree with this, but I'm still saying what we're going to say. You can't curse So it's freedom time today. I'm liberated right now. I no longer have to walk around thinking that my attitude is like this because my mama was like that or what they did in the past. No, 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 no. You're responsible for who? For you. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. In Exodus, Exodus 19, if we're so cursed. 19 and 5. I told you I'm going about this a different way today. Now look what he says. Now then, if you indeed obey my word. Now, now parents, let me just say something to you. I'm going to help you with something. Uh, let's do this. If you indeed obey my voice and keep my commandments, then you shall be my what? My own possession. Among what? All people. For all the earth is mine. Watch what he said in verse 6. He says, and, and you shall be to me a kingdom of what? And a what? Holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the sons of Israel. God is telling Moses the the issue, y'all. You know what, what happened to us? Our parents were not obedient. And as a result, my mama dabbled in witchcraft, Hinduism, she grew up Hindu, for, to give you the context. Grew up in Trinidad. That's the islands, right? So it's all kinds of stuff. Some of you grew up in Louisiana, same thing. Okay? <laughs> all right? Some of you grew up in Alabama, same thing. Okay? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's not a curse on us. They just didn't what? They knew they should have went to church. They knew they should have served God. Watch this. They just dropped you off. But they didn't live in front of you so that you would have an example to live by. And as a result, now you're dealing with the consequences. And some of you had good homes, but because of the rebellion in you, you choose not to obey. 
but I'm cursed. Watch this, watch this. God said, listen, if you obey me, watch this. You got to catch this, though. He says, you will be my own possession. Ooh, you know what that means? He's crazy about you. Not only is he crazy about you, but watch this. He loves you so much, but he says, but the act, by your act of obedience, you become mine. And nobody else. The devil can't touch you no more. He can influence you, but he can't touch you. Watch this. Watch this. Bad teaching will mess you up, y'all. Bad teaching will put you in a place. Bad teaching will have you believe in lies. Bad teaching will have you saying stuff that, listen, you done said 15 times I done broke the curse, but you ain't stopped lying yet. Come on, help me, somebody. You ain't stopped. That ain't your husband. I love what Jesus told the woman. Listen, uh, mm -hmm, the one you with, you done had seven. And the one you with now, that ain't your man. Generational curse. Oh, yeah, maybe that's the example you saw at home. Maybe your mama wasn't there. You had to figure it out. Let me tell you where I grew up. I grew up in a group home. Okay? A shelter. Every time they would, somebody would come to get a child out, I would be standing by the door. Nobody wanted me. And I would stand there saying, well, when, when, when they come and get me? Come on, help me, somebody. But watch this generational curse, right? I, I, now I'm depressed. Now, now, now I want to give up on life. Listen, if any man being Christ, he's a new creature. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Listen, listen, listen. You're not depressed. You, you, listen, you, you're not worthless. Come on, somebody. You, you don't have to be like your mama. You don't have to be like your daddy. And here's the thing. And if mama and daddy's trying to do different now, follow their example. Yes, yeah, see, you got that bad picture in your mind of what they used to do. You know what your problem is? You need to forgive. Let it go. Okay, they messed up. They scarred you. But you got to let that thing go. Moses came down. Amen. Verse 4. Let's get to verse 4. Moses came down, right? We get it. There, there's a piece here. Uh, God said, listen, I want you to be, I want you to understand uh, in 20, watch this, in chapter 20. Look at chapter 20 for me. Lord Jesus. He says, you shall, you will be kingdom of, you will be a kingdom of what? Priest. And if you don't know it now, in Christ, we have a priesthood. We're part of the priesthood. See, you got to know your identity now in Christ. Because what you used to be, you're not anymore. As a matter of fact, you got new DNA. But sometimes, watch this, the flesh shows up. You say, you know what? <laughs> Pass, I try. But every time I try, I just keep going. That's a choice. You ain't got no self-control. That, see, let me just put it straight. That, that's a what kind of problem? Self-control problem. See what I'm saying? What we talked about last week? Amen. That was some deep stuff. Amen. And some of us went and checked ourselves when we went to work this week. How many won this week? All right. You better put your hand down, girl. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk back to me. Listen to this. Look at verse, look at verse, look at verse 20. I'm sorry, where, where am I? Shoot, I don't know where I'm at. Chapter 20, verse 4. Now, now here's what I found. He told them, watch what he said. He said, now these are the commandments they ought to live by. Right? Watch what he says, verse 4. He says, he says, you shall not make for yourselves 
Anyone. Do you know that behind every idol there's a spirit? Do you know that? There's a demonic spirit behind it. When I was a Hindu and I used to bow down to idols, there was a, there was a spirit behind the idol. Alright? So let's bring it to 2019, I mean 2018 with, uh, with what we got now, right? My car could be an idol. Uh, my job could be an idol. My career, my, my, my wife could become my idol. That's called wife worship. You got to be careful of that. Amen. Seriously. Children worship. You love your children more than you do God. You love your children so much, watch this, that you're willing to do whatever you have to do to, see, here's the thing, without holding them accountable. So they're really running you. That's parenting. I'll deal with that next year. Watch this. He says, you shall not make for yourselves. So how do we break the cycle? It's a good question. Huh? First thing we got to do. Somebody read it. All of us serve something. It's the idols that we serve. Amen. That affects our relationship with God. You hear what I'm saying? Listen to this. What we have done today, we have modernized our idols. We have upgraded our idols. Now, how did God, why did God say this to them? Because they had been in Egypt for 400 years and all they saw in Egypt was what? Idol worship. So watch this. They were now dealing with the consequences of the curse. Because what they saw there, they proved to do it as they were out in the wilderness. And somebody here today, you only repeat what, the, what you see in your own environment. But it's time to break the cycle. And the first thing we have to ask ourselves is, what is my little G-God? What, what, is, what, is, uh, what, is, what is my pursuit? Who am I worshiping? What have I replaced God with? Because if you're not worshiping, you're worshiping something else. If I only see you every now and then, that means you every now and then worship. When I worship in my car, you need corporate worship. You need an altar to come to where you can pour your heart out and bring sacrifices to God. That is you. Do I have witness? And somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. Your little G God is what's causing you to, watch this, to be in a place where you think that you can't get ahead anymore. Because after your little G God has let you down, disappointment after disappointment, trials and tribulations, I like what the Bible says. God told the people that if your God, come on somebody, can deliver you, then call on your God. Elijah on the Mount Carmel, he said, listen, bring out your God. Call all your gods. And if your God can, let me ask you something. Who delivered you? Who picked you up? Who turned you around? Who gave you your right mind? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about. Somebody here, you've been delivered from all kinds of stuff. You've been delivered from crack. You've been delivered from all kinds of stuff. Amen. Lying, cheating, stealing. Come on, somebody. There's a lot of stuff you've been delivered from. The question is, who you giving credit to? Let me say this. God is serious about this idol thing. He is, but we don't really see it this way. Because, watch it, because we don't think, oh, it don't mean nothing. How do you know you have an idol? You're 
Who do you spend more time with? Some of us, we spend more kids. The phone is their idols. Instagram, Facebook, hookah. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. Do, do you know what that is? Let, let, me leave, let me leave that alone. Listen, listen. Listen to this. They got this new thing. They got cigarette lounge, cigar lounges now where you go lounge and get lung cancer. But you're cool. Hookups. Amen. Little G gods. Now, here's how you know it's a little G god. Because it leaves you empty when you're done. You have no sense of fulfillment. You know why some of us got church hurt? Because we made the pastor idol. That's why we were disappointed when he was sleeping with everybody in the congregation. Or stealing the money. Oh, that was a generational curse. That was generational. My daddy did it. Oh, Lord. I shouldn't have went there. Verse 5. Oh, oh, look what he says. Look what he said now. Uh, don't worship for yourself any idols or any what? Ah. Any likeness of what? What is in what? Heaven above or what? Earth beneath or what? So he said, heaven God, earth God, or water God. Amen. We done made, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's, what's the name of that dolphin? Um, yeah, flip. Yeah, we done made, come on, verse 5. He said, you shall not worship them. Huh. He says, you should not work. First of all, don't make them. So remove the little G idols. But watch what he says next. He says, you shall not worship them. You know what I found out in my life? There was an absence of worship, an example of worship when I was a kid in my life. That's the reason why I knew nothing about God. And some of you raised your kids in church, but you got to continue. Just because you got them in doesn't mean they're going to stay. They need an example. But my little G God is driving me to the point where I think I'm dysfunctional. Because I have no satisfaction. I'm never happy with what I have because the little G God that I'm serving cannot satisfy my every need. So the next thing is, you got to return to God worship, not idol worship. Listen, if it's not God, then the question I have for you is, what are you worshiping? Now, worship comes in different forms. And, and we're wondering why things are the way they are in our lives. Have you asked yourself a question lately? What am I worshiping? Can I, can I share something with you that's going to trip you out? This is why we go to the club. We go to the club to worship. Seriously, that's why we go to the club. The club is about worship. Let me see if I can help somebody. Watch this. When you come to church, you come to what? But here's the thing. You were created. Tell somebody I was created. Listen, now all of us worship differently now. 
Some of us, we, we worship like this. You know, we just rock. You know what I mean? That's just rock worship. And don't get no spirits in you. You're going to, isn't it crazy when you get the spirits in you, how you want to head out on the floor? So when you come into worship, you ought to ask God to fill you with his spirit. So that when the live music come on, you can lift your hands. Watch this, not to your idol, but to God. Do I have a witness? You were created to worship. And and, and somebody here today, I want to tell you something. If you're going to break the cycle, you need to give your kids an example of what worship looks like. They need to know what it means to lift their hands. They, They need to know what it means to surrender. They, they, must, they need to know, hallelujah to his holy name. God says, listen, I don't want you, I want you to stop worshiping these little G gods and I want you to worship me. And somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You thought it was real technical in breaking this cycle. But it ain't that hard, baby. All you got to do, worship is about surrender. Worship is about release. You got to release unforgiveness. You got to release the hurt. You got to release the disappointment. You got to release the bad examples. But what you also got to do, you got to release your heart so that God can begin to work on your heart so that he can transform you into the person that he wants you to become. Do I have a witness today? But I find it real interesting because the Bible says what God is saying to these people. Listen, I don't want y'all to make no idols, but here's the other thing I want to show you what God says. I don't want you, look what he says, I don't want you to worship. See, God is serious about worship. Tell your neighbor God is serious about worship. And you know what I found out? My mom worships the, my mom worshiped the devil. And that's the reason why I was a product of that. And I worship the devil. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What, what the world's going on, Pastor? You didn't took a turn right there. I grew up in a pagan religion. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of my testimony. I'm not ashamed at all. The reason I'm, listen, the reason I'm plum happy, amen, like a monkey with 10 bananas, is because I know where I've been. And I know where God has brought me out of. When I didn't care nothing about Sunday morning. I didn't care nothing about Sunday morning. I didn't care nothing about the name Jesus. But some of you grew up in church. But you won't lift your hands. You won't say hallelujah. You won't bless his name. He's been good to you. Do I have somebody that understand what I'm talking about? That you ought to worship him. Because he's a God that deserves all the worship. Somebody here recently, he has brought you through some tough situations. And you have the audacity to sit down on God and say, "Mm." but I want to tell somebody here this morning, if you only knew where God brought me from. He took my mind and gave it back to me. And I'm grateful this morning that I can worship him. Yeah. Yeah. Lost my mind. But he gave it back. I was a product of what I saw. And here's the thing. Some of you know him. Come on, somebody. You know all about them. But we get wrapped up because our other gods is calling us. Our other gods is saying, listen, you don't give me no time now. I need time. Mm -hmm. Ray Charles said, I got a woman. 
Uh-huh. No, the reason why he said that, because it's hard to serve two. You can't love three, four, five, six at the same time. You got to love one. And when you learn to worship God and love him, you can love others. I promise you. But here's what I found out. So a lot of people are more, we're interested in God and church, right? But we want, we want to worship, but we don't want to serve. Oh, Lord, it got quiet, right? Might as well just drop the mic now. <laughs> I done killed the whole spirit. Look, spirit gone now. You had me there, Pastor, till then. Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, uh, uh, look what he says now. He says, I don't want you to worship them or what? Serve them. Stop right there. For I, the Lord, your God, am I what? Can I ask you a question? Just some sneaky suspicions here. Could it be that the reason why it looked like you cursed because God is really jealous? What does a jealous lover do when they're jealous? Break out your window. Flat tire, bank account gone, got all your passwords, everything. Listen, listen, he's jealous. You thought you were cursed. God is what? Because you don't serve him. Have you ever, brothers? Have you? Oh, let me see. Let me go a single guy because I don't want to mess with the married people. <laughs> have, you ever, have, you ever, have you ever had a, a jealous lover? Oh, Lord, you're too young for that. You're too young for that. I, 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 just a jealous woman. Crazy as a bat. But have you ever had a crazy man? Jealous man. Where are all the women with the jealous men? Wouldn't leave you alone. Just stalking you. You have to get you have to get a restraining order on that fool. So let's put it in the same context as God, right? Watch this. We're thinking we're cursed, but he's jealous. And what does a jealous person do when they're jealous? Stuff breaking all the time. Why is it break? God's trying to say, hey, I'm trying to get your attention. Hopefully you'll call me. I got you. Come on, somebody. I got you. Look, you ain't hear me. I got you. You didn't hear me. I got you. But you ain't thinking, God, you think, I'm going to fix this thing on my own. I'm going to fix it on my own. God said, I'm right here. Hey, I'm right here. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, you won't get that. Delete. Uh, yeah, delete. Oh, yeah. Uh, we laying off this month, and you're on the top of the list. Delete. You got yourself all worked up. You got yourself all confident in your job, but God said, I'm jealous. I'm right here. I'm jealous. But you've been there 20 years. Delete. Now, he loves you. But the text says he's what? You know what that you know what that word serve means? Religious service. And that's something. So so here's how you break the cycle. You ready? Uh-oh. 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 Better get Mako. Uh-oh. Because we got some body work we need to do. Watch this. Y'all missed that. Y'all so slow. What's, what did he say? What, what's, what's, repent of what? God have been unfaithful. You know what the beauty about God is? He ain't got no stipulations when you come back, you know. 
See, with a human drive, like, you don't trust. With God, it's just come back. <laughs> with God, it's what? Now, watch this now. Watch this. Ooh, I'm finna drop something on you. Ready? Catch this real quick. It's coming. It's coming. Ready? Hold your hands out. Catch this. If you don't repent, you're going to pass it on to your kids. And they're going to be unfaithful too. Oh boy, nobody's... They're going to be what? You have to model faithfulness. Doesn't mean they ain't going to fall out or fall off. But guess what they're going to do? They're going to return right back to what you modeled. Listen, we want our kids to marry faithful people. We want, we want our, you know, I want my daughters to marry some decent men. Okay, but guess what? I had to model that in their lives. But I didn't just model it at home. I modeled it in the way I worship. The God I serve. So they're going to go after the same kind of man that loves the same God that I love. We ain't teaching men this stuff today. Men, you got to be the worshipers. You got to lead the way. The Bible says lifting up holy hands that you can without wrath and dissension, you lead your family through worship. Men, it begins with you. Come on. Uh-oh. 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 Yeah, we ain't just coming to church. Where do you serve? Who do you serve? Oh, I serve at UPS. Oh, I serve where I work. You do a good job over there, but guess what? Your family's being affected. You may be providing, but you're not leaving a legacy. A legacy. Listen to this. He says he's a jealous God. So my question to you is this. Is he jealous about you? Because maybe you haven't been serving him? And you're thinking, I got to break this cycle. This is how you break the cycle. Watch this. God demands, watch this exclusive devotion. He demands it. He's not asking. He's demanding. If you want me, you have to be, we got to be exclusive. You, you can't have no side piece. Right. Yeah, you can't have no side piece if you're going to work with me. See, I need you. I need your undivided. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, I want to make love to your mind. You understand what I'm saying? And your heart. So that I can transform you into the person that I want you to be. But here's the thing. If you never lift your hands to serve me, if you don't lift your hands to worship me, then who in the world are you serving? You come to church every now and then. Every now and then. Listen, when God gave me back my mind, listen. I'm like, man, shoot, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare miss a day. See, some of us hadn't hit rock bottom just yet. And some of us have, but we forgot. Uh, a family of unfaithfulness that passes on unfaithfulness from one generation to the next. And let me say this. I'm the one that's trying to do it for my family. I'm breaking the cycle. Not just because I'm a pastor, but because I know what God has done for me. Because I love him. Can I ask you a question? Do you love him today? 
Do you really love him today? Because if you love him, you'll what? Serve him. Watch this. Watch this. You ready? Now look at this piece right here. This is the piece that everybody gets wrong. Look what he says right here. Watch what he says. He says, I am a jealous God visiting what? The what? The iniquity of the fathers on the children. Uh Uh-oh. He says on the what? Third and fourth generation of those who what? So if you're not serving me and if you're not worshiping me, you really got hate for me. And, and watch this now. Now this is where they get the piece about generational curse. It's not a curse, it's the consequences. That's why it says iniquity. It never says anything about curse. It says what? Iniquity. So in other words, you're passing on the consequences of your sin to two generations. Ain't that something? So here's the next point. Reverse. Receive or restore your what? Okay, I'm going to say one thing. Receive Christ or restore what? Today. Not tomorrow. Because the time is now. Watch this. Watch this. Because you're passing that junk down. That's why your kids act the way they do. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. Seriously. That's why they that's why they repeating cycles. Watch this because of the consequence because you, it's you. It's not your mama. Mama did her job. Come on, somebody. We got some strong single mamas in this house. Seriously. I wish it was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Watch this. Seriously, they did their job. Now it's time for you. And look, don't play the war with me. Because when you laid and played, you do what you were getting to do. So now, (laughs) reverse the what? Let it stop with you. Because listen, you've been a product of what? consequences you've been a product of what because you already got a sin nature but the home that you were brought up in was your context Lord Jesus and watch this watch this by restoring your relationship with him guess what you're changing your generations. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's time. It's time for change, y'all. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. When Adam sinned, he passed it on to us. Watch this. The sin that he's talking about that Adam passed on to us that was going to pass on to direction, sin, hate, disease, and death. Watch this. If we want to give our children a chance, break the curse. Reverse the consequences. Amen? If we continue to be unfaithful to him, we're going to pass that on. Pass it on, man. 
That's why our kids come when they want to. Listen, don't don't think that uh, some of you complain now. I was in BTBTB and all this other stuff. You've been going to church, thousand, you know, all while you were a kid. That's why you're sitting here today. Because if you didn't get this exposure, because your mama, that's all she had probably. Come on, the support system. Amen. And so we want to raise a generation of people. Watch this. You have nations in you. And you can break the cycle of alcoholism, depression, unforgiveness, rebellion, anger. Watch this. The only way to do this is to renounce your idols, return to worship, and remain faithful. Do you want to give your kids a chance? Matter of fact, do you want to give yourself a chance? Aren't you tired of the cycle? Starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Consequences. It's what was modeled before you. Verse 6, he says, showing what? This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Look, this is what I mean right here. I know I'm over time. But showing loving kindness to who? Huh? To what? Huh? So how do I break this curse? How do I reverse this? No. Give me the last point. After you've repented, you return. I don't know why people are so hard for them to join church. Hard as that, you got to pry and pull and say, come on. Listen. Just return. Ain't nobody going to judge you. Just return. He says, he says, to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. I can't keep his command if I don't worship. I can't keep his command if I don't know them. That's how you break this curse. That's how you reverse this cycle. Watch this. In 1954, there was a landmark Supreme Court decision. It was the Brown versus Topeka Board of Education, which ended segregation in public education. Did it stop racism in schools? Absolutely not. But since then, when a lawyer stands in a courtroom, he can reference Brown versus Topeka, Kansas Board. In 1865, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. The landmark decision in 1870, the 15th Amendment gave the right to vote a landmark decision. In 1964, there was a Civil Rights Act, another landmark decision that gave equal opportunity to all. Now, does that mean that all of the evils that those decisions were designed to address went away? No. But what it does mean is that there is something in the past to use. Come on, somebody. To appeal when we mess, when when mess shows up in our presence. Well, about two thousand years ago on Calvary, a landmark decision was made. Jesus hung on the cross, canceling and removing all sin. And all you got to do every now and then is reference what was done on Calvary. Do I have anybody here today? Do I have any curse breakers today that will walk out of here today liberated? I'm set free. I'm no longer a victim of my past. My present is ahead of me. Thank God for Jesus that died on Calvary. And now I'm free. I can live. I'm no longer a victim. I'm no, listen, this study messed me up because I really thought something was wrong with me. I was like, man, I, 
And, and the studies that will tell me that, yeah, if you have barrenness, uh, anger, and all this other stuff, you cursed. No, I'm not cursed. I'm dealing with the consequences. And so today, I want to say this to somebody. Maybe you need to return to your first love. Hallelujah. Maybe you need to repent of your unfaithfulness. Maybe you've been unfaithful. Maybe your little G-God's got you running. I'm running, I'm running. Got you running. Got you living a life where you're not satisfied. And today you want to come today. You want to return. You want to break the cycle. Would you come this morning? I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you this morning.